This is The Playbook. Welcome to The Playbook. I'm David Meltzer here live at the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas, right here in the lobby at the greatest studios ever built, the Blue Wire Studios here in Las Vegas. And I have such an interesting guest coming on, the CEO and co-founder of Madison Reed, Amy Arrett. Welcome to The Playbook. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm super excited because, you know, as much as technology is accelerating at an exponential rate, creating changes that you and I have never seen before, and I'm sure is with the experience that you have as I, you know, we thought it was a big deal when they created the ATM or a cell phone <laughs> or a fax machine even, not to date us. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I play around with chat GPT and I'm thinking to myself, you got to be kidding me. Like some of this stuff yeah. is not even real. Um, but there is still use and value for a lot of traditional platforms. Um, and, you know, if you know how to use technology as your servant, uh, we can have a multitude of value that's provided in a multitude of platforms. And, you know, consumers have so many different choices that I think, you know, whether it's media or e-commerce or commerce in general, that people discount how much or how many people, for example, still listen to radio uh, or still buy things in a store. And so we have to uh, have this dualistic or multi-purpose uh, to our lives to effectuate alignment with our values. How do you see the multitude of choices that exists, especially within commerce? Yeah, I think it's it's a great point. Um, I remember during COVID when uh, some potential investors and in ours told me, uh, one flaw in your strategy, don't open any more stores because uh, retail is dead. And my response to that is, no, no, uh, human beings like to shop online. Human beings like to research online. Human beings like to walk into stores. Human beings like to walk into somebody else's store and buy your product. And somebody, I'm saying, want to walk into your store and buy your product. Uh, it's sort of like when people said that uh, TV was dead or radio was dead. And instead, we're consuming everything, right? We're listening to the radio and the TV's on and we're on our iPad. So I, I agree with you. We call it omni-channel. Uh, and that is kind of how we think about meeting the customer exactly where they are. And to that end, a lot of people don't have that strategy. They're not looking at what the customers are looking for or listening for. And especially with social media, there seems to be a lot of snapshots of reality that are talking to people trying to, yes. in the old school, we called it uh, dumping our features and benefits on you, overselling, backend selling, lying, manipulating, and cheating. Uh, today, it's even more important uh, to meet people where they're at. What are some of the techniques uh, with the vast experience that you have in your space of how do you meet people where they're at when there is this omni-channel environment? Yeah. We're in, you know, we're in this, uh, you know, very large space that nobody was paying attention to, which is hair color. Uh, and um, just a little statistic about that, 85% uh, of all the women over 18 in the U.S. color their hair. And if you're over 35, you're doing it at least every six weeks. So this market is massive. And we uh, figured out a way to meet that customer exactly where they are. So for instance, we have a website. You answer 18 questions. There's a sophisticated algorithm. 
that's going to get you your recommended shape versus going into Walgreens and buying a box that's highly toxic. We have the best uh, ingredients that are out there have taken out the harsh chemicals. So we've taken this approach, which is if you want it delivered to your door, we can do that with customization. If you want to come into our stores and have us apply hair color for you, we have hair color bars, about 90 of them throughout the country. Um, and we use mobile technology, primarily an app, because the quickest way for primarily a woman, but some men to make an appointment is by having an app on their phone, clicking a button and getting a reminder SMS. That's it. And so we have found that to be that our job is we reinvented the product in the category, but the most important thing is the access and convenience that our customers want and desire. We're also in every Alta store. And so, you know, we have a great partnership with Alta and why wouldn't we open up the channel? We also are on Amazon. So we have taken an approach, Dave, which is we have to make ourselves available to everyone in every mode that they want to buy, because we think we're the best prestige product that there is. And that's what I heard, which is why I wanted you on here as well. Uh, being someone who does uh, utilize uh, the Gray Away product uh, as a male, and I try to illuminate or be as vulnerable as I can, because one of the things that's great, I think about uh, Omnichannel is certain things are more embarrassing to certain people. And as we get older, uh, it's really interesting. I was someone who would joke around about, you know, oh, I don't know why people would ever, you know, dye their hair or, you know, <laughs> fix their face or do all these things that I do to myself, you know, let alone all the right. different uh, testosterone things that people are embarrassed of. Or, you know, there's so many things as you get old that some people have varying degrees of being embarrassed. And, you know, for me, my family is just more embarrassed about me than they are about the stuff that I do, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but I think the omnichannel approach really allows you, like you say, to have the privacy uh, in vanity, uh, which is the business that you're in, in providing uh, the empowerment of people feeling better about themselves uh, without diminishing their confidence that they somehow have taken advantage of technology to make themselves look better, uh, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I have a funny story. When we first started the company and we were sort of in a beta, we had a box that was sent to you that was very beautifully branded in purple, which is our color. And we kept getting feedback. Please don't send me that box. <laughs> and we were trying to figure it out. And what we came to understand is if you're getting it at work, right, where a lot of people get things or they used to, I guess. Uh, or you don't want a spouse or somebody else to know your neighbor. Um, they just want it in a craft box. And so we needed to effectively change for the convenience of what is most comfortable for our customer base. And you have a huge customer base. And I know that even within the context of uh, my wife and now she's going to be mad at me, right? How often she colors okay. her hair, whatever, <laughs> but even myself, uh, but men's vanity is growing. We're not slowing down, especially I assume with baby boomers growing uh, that there's a greater need yep. all the time, which means that marketing is so important because when you have such a large audience and such a great quality product and history and legacy of your company, uh, it's more about awareness. Uh, you know, you don't have to explain, you don't have to explain it uh, as if you were a new company, but you need to really carry the frequency so that more men and women resonate and say, if I'm going to do this one, I feel comfortable doing it in this way. 
and I'm more comfortable with this company because they do it that way better and the product is better, more sustainable, et cetera, all the great value that you provide. What are some of the new marketing techniques uh, that you're using in order to raise the awareness to such a huge audience? Yeah. So you, you hit it on the head. I don't need to teach somebody that they want to color their hair. Yeah. Even right? a man, like I we, yeah. just saying gray away. I, I get I, it. I, I love that man <laughs> color their hair, Dave. I love you. Um, but um, so you hit the nail on the head, which is we need to increase awareness of the quality of the product and the access of the product and the ease of use. And the most important thing, believe it or not, is matching color. Because where people really get nervous is, are you going to put something on my head that screws my appearance up, right? The risk of this, the friction point is very, very high versus something else. So from a marketing standpoint, you know, we use a whole host of uh, things. Some of them are old school, like radio has been, radio and podcasts, by the way, have been our winning formula. We were one of the first companies that went to radio in 2016 and started to build the brand awareness because we thought, well, she is probably driving her kids to school or going to work in the car. And so why, why not talk directly to her? And by the way, there's very few women uh, voices on radio ads. Just go it's ahead and listen to yourself. And they're not. So we knew that if I told a personal story, which is true, mom starts hair color company named after kid which by the way, is the number one Google term, founders hair color company named after kid. Uh, so we know radio works and podcast. And we figured out that 60 seconds because of the friction point that I just told you about was much more important to us to tell the virtues of the product to reduce this, the fear and friction point. So 60 seconds was important. We've dabbled a little bit in TV, but as I call it, to be frank with you, I think where companies make a mistake, it's like putting a pebble in the ocean. <laughs> you know, you're gonna drop it and you're like, well, I need a lot more money to get a boulder in the ocean. Um, so, you know, we've done some streaming, we've done some YouTube TV, that's been interesting. But we, you know, it sounds odd, but we're pretty old school. Direct mail works for us. Wow. Whether that's postcards, whether that's uh, trifold right in somebody's house, we know that somebody's gotta see us three times before they'll try us. And our stores are a huge marketing. What I try to tell our folks is it's like a billboard that's constant, right? So, you know, the front of the stores are absolutely critical. Referrals, 35% uh, of every customer coming to a store is either through a referral from a friend or a walk-by. Um, but, you know, we've dabbled with a whole bunch of different things. Of course, SMS and of course, email are tried and true prospecting tactics. Um, but the truth of this is, um, this is rubber meets the road, hardcore. I don't, I'm very old school in a certain way. You need to have a magnitude of influencers that of such status to move the dial for what you pay. So that micro influencer strategy we've tried a couple times hasn't really moved the dial. So it's sort of tried and true. You got to earn your way and effectively the brand tips when people start talking about it with each other. Which is once again, 
very old school uh, to think about. I'm old school, Dave. Yeah, I like revenue. There's some things that I like. I like revenue. (laughs) I like when people buy things over and over again. You know, it's blasphemy, Dave. It's blasphemy. I know. I'm the same way people say, Dave, you know, what's the most effective way of marketing? I'm like, actually providing value to someone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Because then they're going to tell everyone else, hey, this is awesome. Have you tried it? And uh, to to look at that is exceptional. It's interesting because there is one nuance that I think in the digital space, because I'm old school, and I talk about those who articulate a quantitative value to exceed what they're asking for uh, and manage the expectation are going to succeed. It just takes a matter of time because that person yeah. is going to brag about the fact that I paid twenty dollars for what I feel is worth a hundred, and when that happens, yeah. every man and woman loves to brag about it. Uh, and yeah, it's a very... what I what I what I try to say, sorry, is that people yeah. don't want cheap hair color. Right. Like that's right. Like there's a lot of like, I don't want a cheap healthcare visit. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like there's a couple things that go into the account. I want cheap hair color. But what I want is I want quality for value. It's so interesting because my younger brother is five years younger than I. And, you know, he looks older because his hair is gray. And he literally just said to me, my daughter graduated college. So we have, of course, the graduation party. Thank you. And he says, wow. He's like, what do you eat? Or like, how do you keep your hair? (laughs) And I like, literally it was shocking to him. He's like, really? And I go, yeah, it's like a gray way dye. Like, you know, it takes minutes. It's easy. I just go in there and, and, you know, of course I'm advertising for you and, and I don't even know it, but meanwhile, I'm providing value to him because he just doesn't know. And I think that's what we try to capture. And it's interesting that people look at micro-influencers and they'll call me as a micro-influencer with the podcast that I have and things. And I'll be more honest about, you You know that, you know, just because I tell people, even on this podcast, I said, I'm hoping that one or two people I empower to go ahead and Google, once again, you know, founder, you know, that's named after their kid to, so that happens, but where the real value is for the one or two people, uh, out of the millions of people that are going to see this podcast, out of those one or two, where that becomes hundreds of thousands of people is really on you. Because if they exactly. go and you manage and develop the vision correctly, the two turns to four, four turns to eight, exactly. and you yeah. and I uh, have that vision as well. Now, to that measure, we it is a technology what you do. And a lot of people may not know uh, the advancements in that tech. Like I'm amazed of just the concept of gray away that I still can have a little bit of gray in there. And I'm not, you know, what my vision when I first did it, my fear was I would have orange head because that's what the old men had when I was little. They had orange head, (laughs) you know. Yeah, or shoe polish as I call it. Yeah, shoe polish. Yeah, that's exactly right. You must be in the industry. how how you talked about the sustainability but how has technology itself in the product uh changed but more importantly where do you see it going are is there going to be like my vision was that someday you would have like rogaine and hair color <laughs> you know like you'd have a hair growth combined with it even or something like that is that possible yeah. it's uh the answer is yes um uh, the only little bit about the technology is rogaine or hair growth has to be applied more often than most people color their hair that is not to say that we can't put um some ways for a hair growth stimulant within hair color so for us 
you know, we are ultimately a consumer packaged goods company. We are a beauty company. Um, we develop our own product. We make it in Italy, uh, where the European Union standards are quite high. And so we knew when we developed this vision for an eight free formula to take out the harsh chemicals, that we had a much better chance of doing that in Europe, which was true. You know, we have a whole skew of product lines, including a men's product called, um, you know, Madison Reed Men. Um, and, you know, there is a ton of technology that's out there. We're introducing a new product this summer, which is more uh, what I would call about like strengthening hair, uh, especially hair that's been colored with, regardless of product um, over years and years and years. And so, yeah, the technology's there. We have a big product roadmap. Um, we're excited about it. You know, I think the issue for um, many companies, and we're no different, is that you have to put your, you know, as a smaller company, initially, you put your foot in the ground with what I would call um, a hero skew. I love it. And our hero skew was permanent hair color. And then from there, we've built a whole line of customized shampoos and conditioners, masks, color depositing masks, glosses a powder to just cover your roots for temporarily for the day that comes in a compact. So there's a lot of technology we have. And then there's the digital technology. That's what I call the product technology. And then there's a digital pro, you know, technology of able to take a selfie and a picture of your hair and I can show you our color on one side and your natural, and then you swipe and then you have the ability to see all colors. Or I have a chatbot that actually um, takes the picture and analyzes the photo and tells you what shade. So there's a lot that has built into this company from both digital product as well as physical product. Well, I love Amy, the fact that you're using technology as your servant, not as a master, and you're giving a different meaning to exactly. the past to uh, accelerate in a trajectory of where you want to be as a business and even better. Amy Arrett, a leader, a CEO and founder, of Madison Reed for both men and women, by the way, uh, I will highly recommend that you check it out online or in a store. It's easy to find leading the way. I can't wait to see what you do next. And I also will give you an immense amount of gratitude for making me look good as well. Thank you, Amy Eric, <laughs> for joining me here at the Wynn Hotel in the lobby with Dave Meltzer and the playbook. Thank you.